What's going on, everyone? It's Rob and Johnny. Welcome to episode 17 of the MM Arcade podcast. Rob, it's only been a day or two since we last recorded, but <laughs> you come, bro. They don't, they don't know that, though. You're not supposed to let them in. We, we need to tell them. To, you're supposed to drip feed it so that they don't even know you're going across the world. Correct. <laughs> so it's seamless. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And let's just say, like, they will never know the lengths and obstacles you had to jump yesterday <laughs> to get oh, to, to bring that episode back from the corrupted depths. For those of you that don't know, episode 16, which you would have seen last week when this video eventually goes live, the video was corrupted. It couldn't upload on Rob's side. And we thought it was like gone forever. Rob managed to recover a backup. Mm. And we were talking about how you would open the file, you couldn't fast forward through it. It had <laughs> it no so length. Janky. You would drop it into a pre- uh, editing software and there was no video. So what I had to do is play it in a media player that could play it and screen record Rob's camera and play <laughs> that for an hour and 10 minutes for the whole podcast and then use that for video. It was insane. I don't know how yeah. we did it. <laughs> It was a mess. So I, I, hope, I hope you all appreciate appreciate the episode that that last week's episode. I'm saying last week. I'm like I'm talking from the future. You're doing this pretty cool. good. Should, this is seamless. We should do this more often, man. I feel like a time traveler. <laughs> For those of you that don't know what's going on, so uh, we are recording, and in a couple of days, I'm going on holiday. So we are pre-recording two podcasts tonight uh the first one that we're going to be doing is talking about the upcoming fight night against uh, with Corey sanhagen and rob font we're unfortunately going to miss the week where it's the other fight night with vicente luque and dos anos but the week after we're going to be also pre-recording for the ufc 292 with Aljamain sterling and sean o'malley mm-hmm. so we still got a couple there for you they might be shorter than normal because we can't really talk about games news this far and in, in advanced but we still got some videos for you while I'm I, I'm on holiday. <laughs> Brace yourself, okay. That's all I'm going to say. Prepare for the roller coaster that the, these couple episodes are going to be. Dude, can you imagine if while I'm away, like somehow these main events change? Someone pulls oh, out, or they or they just fall apart. I think you should just put them up anyway. So if this uh, if that happened and this is up anyway, that's what happened. <laughs> I tell you right you now, get. I'm just going to schedule it and I'm turning off my notifications and I'm not going to look at anything <laughs> while it. I'm away. Just so if the fights get cancelled, <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's so, kick yeah. up episode 17. You have seen main event. Episode 17, we are talking about the upcoming fight night, Corey Sanhagen versus Rob Font. So focusing on the main event of this card. So Sanhagen coming off wins against Vera and Yadong, lost previously against Jan and Dillashaw. Font is also coming off a win against uh, Yanez, but he lost previously also against uh, Vera um, and Aldo too. He had a bit of a mm. gap, like a year where he didn't fight Font, I believe, when I was looking at these. Um, mm. But let's break down this one, Rob. How do you think Corey Sanhagen and Rob Font is going to go? This is a, this is an interesting fight because I'm, I will always tune in to watch Corey Sanhagen mm. fight. I think he is phenomenal to, to, to watch. Yeah. And... What's funny is like he is he is seriously just in there to bang because this this is actually a fill-in fight. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to fight Rob Von. He was supposed to fight Umar Nurmagomedov. Yeah, Nurmagomedov. 
Um, he was supposed to fight him and like there was no reason for him to take that fight he was just like no. put me straight back in there with the number one killer coming up and you know that fight fell through Rob Font stepped up but Corey is just uh, a delight yeah. to watch his last fight I saw a lot of promising things because mm. I, I want to see Corey up the top fighting for that belt again and in his sure. last fight against Vera we saw him mixing up the stance switching, he was st- switching stances so fluently left and right, but he was also mixing in his wrestling seamlessly yeah. and making a much greater effort to control the position for longer as well as push him up against the fence, slow the fight down, mm. back up, use his range and his distance, mix up the strikes while his opponents is worrying about the, the takedowns or he's recovering from the wrestling yep. exchange, and he just gave Vera a lot of looks. And, mm. you know, that was very inter- like it was very interesting to see him come out that much better than his previous fight. For and sure. And I, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to watch him fight again. And, and that's what exactly he will need to do against Rob Font, because Rob Font incredible striker he's got a powerful right hand and in particular his range is is pretty beneficial for him Sanhagen is really going to need to avoid that power and as you mentioned like he did in his last fight against Vera mix up the striking with wrestling he did that really well I think that's the only way he's going to get the dub against Font because if Font is managed to Mm. is managing to control his range and just get in a right hand it could be very very dangerous for Sanhagen but I don't think Sanhagen's going to let that happen I think he's too smart of a fighter Mm. um what do you what do you think about Rob Font's chances well, that's the thing. Rob Font in his last fight looked outstanding. Really good. <laughs> outstanding. Because, mate, when I, like watching Yanez leading up to that fight, I was like, man, Yanez's boxing is next level. He's going to get in yeah. there. and he's, You know what I mean? But that's what we expected to see that, those, those, those slip hooks, those counters, like to get in there and turn it into like a, a nice, tight, neat boxing clinic. But yeah. Rob Font dismantled him, dismantled yeah. him. He... Yanez couldn't take the heat, and with the font and distance control, font was was showing. You know, it, it was it was an absolute stellar performance from him. And yeah. I, this is what I want <laughs> to the detriment <laughs> of both fighters. I want, I want the San Hagen that beat Vera yeah. to fight the font that beat Yanez. Obviously, styles make fight, but those levels, those two mm, fighters that mm. turned up that night. Mate, we are in for a show because both guys are going to make adjustments to to try to take advantage of each other's you yeah. know weaknesses, strengths, gaps, holes, and mm. it's just such an interesting fight. So, if I was to ask you to give a prediction, Rob, where are you leaning mm. with this main event? Oh, I know no, it's a hard question because you like to sit on the fence so much. <laughs> I do love the fence. It's nice and warm there, you know. But I'm going to go Sanhagen. I'm going to go yeah. Sanhagen because yeah. not only did I – both guys across the board have skill increases since their fights before their previous fights, okay? Yeah. I mean, their previous fights before their last. Yeah. Both guys have increased in skill. But I believe Corey Sanhagen's fight IQ – Mm. And his setups have taken a massive jump. In that last fight, the amount of looks he was giving Vera, 
the, the stance switching with the control of the range, with the seamless takedowns and wrestling and grappling involved, it was a lot. And you could see yeah. it shut down Vera. His mind just went overload, shut down, and he was just in the fight. Yeah. I think that 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 Corey Sanhagen is a terror. And yeah, I I don't see I don't see him losing to, to, to Font. I don't see that Corey losing yeah. to Font. Yeah. And and how, how many weeks notice did Font give for like taking up this fight? It was it was a pretty short turnaround, right? I'm sure he, he kept fit and everything, but is that gonna play a factor as 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 well? I'm not too sure when he got informed of it. It's, it yeah, now. I it's it's got to because Let's be honest, Corey Sanhagen isn't your run-of-the-mill fight. It's, it's not I was going to say, a it's a hard fight. Yeah, it's not a guy that's like, oh, he's like anybody else. Yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. take the fight. You know, he's a he's a he's quite a unique fighter. And like I said, yeah. the amount of angles and looks he was giving Vera last fight are, are room for concern. You have to respect that. You have to respect his game yeah. and his fight IQ that allowed him to do that. Yeah. So I'm looking it up. Uh, now I'm seeing, I can pull it up exactly now. So July 21st is when the announcement was made that Sanhagen will now fight uh, Rob Font at a catch weight. Interestingly, uh, in the main event um, of USC Nashville. So July 21st. That's like which five is six days ago. Six days ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Catch, which I, if it, yeah. If it's a catch weight, they you know that means Rob Font's coming in heavy. <laughs> you know i can't imagine it being Corey being like no. ah, i'm nowhere near weight anyway you know and so, you know what because Corey was was going to be up against uman and straight killer oh, that dude's what on like mate. 15 16 wins no no defeats he was training for that fight i'm worried about yeah. what rob font is walking into kudos on him yeah. for taking the fight on yeah. short, such short notice and i hope he's paid well for it but I, I wouldn't want to be in Sanhagen's way for this one. So so we have a super sharp Corey Sanhagen yeah. going in a late minute, last minute Rob Font. <laughs> but in saying that, Rob Font might come in big and strong, dude. Maybe maybe that extra weight, that catch. What's the catch weight at? Oh, but, um, I'll, I'll look that up now. Because... Like, imagine there's something like 92 kilos. <laughs> Rob Font's just going to throw bombs, dude. Um, but, yeah, you know, Rob Font's going in there. Everyone knows this last minute. Yeah. He, it's a catch weight. He, he knows what he's getting. He's going in there to try and get that shot to finish the fight. He's looking in there for a puncher's chance, and he yeah. has it. Rob Font, of all people, have it. He has the range. He has the eyes. He yeah. has the power. Yeah. But, yeah. Off the fence, I'm going Corey Sanhagen. I'm going Sanhagen as well. And uh, for, for that question on the catch weight, it will be 140 pounds rather than 135. Um, mm. So 63.5 kilos will, will be the catch weight. Do, do, can I, can well, I ask you, Rob, Like, what, what is yeah. your opinion on, especially at the bantamweight level, those minor different, like I say minor, nothing's ever minor when it comes to weight in, in the UFC. But like, Upwards of five kilos. You say 63, isn't it? No, no. It'd be... See, 140 pounds. White's 66, isn't it? Uh, no? Maybe, not- I've got, maybe, maybe Google conversions is, uh, is failing me right now. Uh, is Bantamweight 53? No. no is Bantam- 
135. This is the problem. America, can you move <laughs> to the metric system so we can deal <laughs> with kilos and not Join pounds? the rest of the no, world as well literally. as like... What differences in boxing and in yeah. MMA are different as well? So trying to get like trying to get us right now yeah. doing a quick Google search. It's, it's horrible. Not working but it for is, us. Rob. It is. Bantam weight is uh, 126 to 135 pounds. So 57.2 to 61.3 kilos. So 57. Yeah. So what's fly weight? So 55. Fly 50, weight is uh, 125 pounds. Yeah. So, so whatever that means. kegs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Mate, yeah. that's light. So d- will, will that difference in the catch weight, you think, make make much of a difference? Does it, if anything, give an advantage to, to Font if he's going to be able to come uh, in a bit heavier? I don't think five pounds would. Yeah. I feel like Font would have wanted 10. Yeah. And and Sanhagen said, you're getting five, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right. <laughs> no more drinking water for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So but we might we might see a very dehydrated font rock up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Poor dude. Um, but yeah, <laughs> oh, as you poor, said, who knows? Yeah. He might come out he's, and blitz him. He, he, he everyone's got to punch a chance, especially, yep. especially yep. when you're a man. He's coming in late notice, got nothing to lose. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm interested in that fight. I think like I am pretty very confident Corey Sanhagen gets it done. Same. I think it doesn't go the whole five rounds. I think we're going to see a third round TKO. I think it's going to be too much for fun. I think his toughness will keep him there. Yeah. Until it doesn't, and I think we see a third round finish. It was very funny. I was uh, I think I was reading a tweet, um, and it was about um. We're talking about Gaethje and Poirier fight. Like we recorded that episode two da- two days ago, and I think it was Poirier that said, "This thing isn't going five rounds. If it goes five rounds, like we're both ending up in the hospital. Like <laughs> we're both gonna yeah. die." I feel yeah. like this is kind of similar. This could be a crazy, crazy fight, and oh, I struggle seeing it going five rounds too. Not to the same extent, but it's... Not to the same extent, of no, course not. No, of course. no way. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, no way it's going to be the same thing. No, 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 like, no, no, if it I goes agree. five rounds, yeah. if it goes five rounds, Rob Font is like borderline dead. Dude's <laughs> taking it on seven days notice and you want him to go 25 minutes with, <laughs> with Sanhagen, dude. Uh, like, and again, yeah, a Sanhagen uh, that was preparing against a straight killer. Yeah. Like he was... Yeah, he was he was preparing the best he could. Yeah, but you you never know. Like this is a funny game. MMA is a funny game for sure, for sure. Right. So those right. are our predictions. Also, let us know what you yeah. think. Who who you think is going to win in the comments mm-hmm. below? But that is our shorter UFC section for for this podcast. And as I mm-hmm. mentioned, mm-hmm. we're going to be mm-hmm. skipping games news because we can't really talk about stuff hey. in advance unless you want to talk about hold, something. Rob. Hold on, hold on, mate. I'm getting I'm getting premonition. I'm getting I'm getting a vision from the future. A vision don't from the future. This. <laughs> this is spontaneous. Getting, I don't know what he's I'm talking about. I'm getting a vision from the future, okay? God. Latest gamer news. Uh-huh. The Barbarian Diablo 4. Yes. What happened to it? Has been nerfed once again. Rogue class nerfed once again. Sort class nerfed again. All right. All right. You know what? We're doing an impromptu <laughs> games news. We're talking about it. This was actually going to be a topic we talked about in the last podcast, right? When we returned. Nerfs Diablo all 4. Around, nerfs. What are they doing, bro? What are they doing? Blizzard, I, I love you. I know what they're doing. Uh, yeah. I know, I know what they're doing because when they released the game and the trailers and everything else, they they highlighted a slower 
gameplay, a slower yeah. progression curve. And as soon as the game came out, <laughs> everyone was like, hey, I'm the first one to 99. No, I'm the first one to 99. Yeah. I'm the first. Like, it was just big. everyone was max level. I got to 66 in like four days, yeah. like just hustling, hustling. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, know? you are you, every, Rob. That's how you play games. Every, <laughs> every second video on YouTube was like, New 10 million EXP an hour, 10 million EXP, <laughs> new best farming location post nerf. Yeah. Like, you, Diablo Blizzard had to do something like this to slow it down because, yeah, like it was just, it was getting out of control. It was, you know what was happening? It was the exact same thing that happened in Diablo 3. Yeah. Look, I, I don't get me wrong. I agree. There needs to be a limit on that. Obviously, get rid of all the XP glitching bugs and all that kind of stuff, right? You don't want anyone to just go up to, to level 100 easy. However, all right, a lot of people are upset, and I understand, and I'll give the comparison of Borderlands 3. I don't know if you ever really got into Borderlands 3, Rob. It was a very similar situation. Initially, you know, the classes were great. Everyone was leveling, leveling up really fast. They did a bunch of nerfs, and it was too harsh and everyone was like, this is not fun. I'm playing this game to have fun. And then they eventually reverted a bunch of stuff. But it was too late. Like, you've lost your audience mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. then. This is, like, yeah. Diablo 4, I get, like, their intention and their vision with the battle pass and all that. But it's meant to be a fun video game. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they might be, like, zapping the fun just a little bit. Let people have their fun bar builds. Apparently, there was one class. I can't remember which one it was. Was it, was it Necro? That was just nerfed into the freaking ground. I don't, I don't know, man. Rogues were nerfed. Rogues yeah, were rogues. nerfed like pretty heavily. You know what's yeah. <clears throat> you know what was the biggest, the biggest oh what? Uh like rug pulled out from people yeah. ever. Yeah. Like that uh, there's a bit there's a better word for it, but at the top of my head I can't think of it. Yeah. The the sneakiest thing was them releasing the releasing the game. <laughs> Letting people play it for the month before <laughs> seasons came out, yeah. and then nerfing and changing the entire freaking thing. Uh, Bullshit! You release a game, you just made us your little beta testing bugs. Do you oh, know what? Do you know what's funny? Like everyone thought, like, oh yeah, they're releasing it early um, to to test bugs and make sure the game is running good on launch, and obviously that's part of it. But deep down, their tactic there was to make sure the balance was right and they could get as much data as poss possible from that beta period. So when it came time for launch, they were able to nerf everyone to a reasonable level. But they still didn't do enough of it because YouTubers are crazy and they can find every exploit and every way to get your character leveled up really quickly. So 100%. I don't know, just let people have their fun. That, that's my view. I, I don't know. It is, such, it is such a fine line, you know, especially when you're playing with seasons because you... Sure. Because... If if you don't do anything about it, you're only catering to those min maxi niche group of people that play every season to max level True. to to fighting the end game uber bosses, find their rares, then they're gone, then they leave, and that's yeah. not the that's not the model they wanted moving into four. But if but if you don't do that, then you have four hundred YouTubers going. This game sucks. When Correct. really it's just because. Yeah. But it, but they're not playing it from a casual standpoint. They're playing it from a min-maxing 
Like but, season but the, pro- but by here's season. the problem, Rob. Like casual players are watching their videos. So they're being influenced exactly. by their opinions. Exactly. They're watching their guides. So when D- Blizzard makes changes like this that pisses off the, let's call them the minority of YouTubers that are really invested, that opinion is going to filter to the masses very, very slowly. Maybe 100%. not people that are on the internet like all the time. Like there are just purely casual fans that are going to play Diablo for a couple of hours and walk away, right? <laughs> but many people that are online are going to get that opinion. So that's why everyone's kind of hating on Blizzard at the moment. Yeah. Okay. I want to jump back to that because that's why I started chuckling. <laughs> this, this is none of this is planned. Rob is, is going off okay. the cuff here with everything. <laughs> I'm off the cuff with everything. Like every episode is supposed to be only 10 minutes and I just keep talking. But, mate, it, it, it is such a hard position to be in because it is. you're trying to do things for the casuals, but the elites that the casuals watch are just like, Bad mouthing you into the ground, so you can't yeah. you can't circumnavigate them. But but anyway, yeah. that that that's me talking. Like, what do you do? The the, the answer is you know. Oh, you you're never going to keep everyone happy you know, for sure. You, I just think you they've gone a bit too far. You don't be a dev. <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you don't be a dev, dude. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Uh, but Credit let me just say that what I was laughing about was like. Yeah, everybody's got that one friend <laughs> that logs on. You're like, hey, bro, how you doing? And he's like, yeah, good, level six. And you're like, six? You've been playing for two weeks? Because yeah, you're just doing this quest or something. I go, what build are you following? And he goes, what are you talking about? And you know what I mean? Like, he's never yeah. looked up a build. He doesn't, like, he's just. True. Like, and you're like, how are you? How did you even install this game, bro? You know, everyone's got one friend that's like that. You know what? I I love that friend, the friend that everyone has. It's the guy that just wants, or the girl that just wants to chill, play some games after they put the kids down to sleep and just yeah. not care about the bullshit. Good on that person. Well, yeah, I should, oh, I could keep talking about Diablo 4 because like there's, there's another thing. Mm. Oh, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get into it. It's a big Sa- one. So save like, it for our second podcast tonight when you want yeah, more to talk yeah, about yeah, in the games news. To be continued, my, my, my rant. You'll, you'll see Rob's rant continue in two weeks approximately. Next up, <laughs> we're, what we're watching, playing, um, and, and also reading. Now, we're going to kind of mix this up in. As I mentioned, I've been uh, watching anime to prep for these episodes, right? And Rob, I don't know if you've been doing the same, but you've watched. You have this kind of bible of of anime knowledge in your head. You can just pull out recommendations out of nowhere. Um, I have a bank, dude. Yeah, you have a bank. So, what are you watching, playing, or do you have any recommendations for anime that we haven't talked about yet? Um. So what I'm playing, what I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm laughing because you asked me this frigging yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Come up with a different but, um, answer. <laughs> but I can, I can talk because I'm playing RimWorld still. Yeah. But actually, I haven't played it because I've been modding the absolute hell out of it. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. You, mod- anybody, you spent two on modding any, the game. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Anybody that has ever modded a game, yeah. like – you just you get greedier and you get greedier and you get greedier and you start the game and you're like crap I forgot this other one and then you go back <laughs> you insert the mod you start a clean save because you yeah. always got to start a clean save let's, let's be right. the people the modders that like put mods halfway through a game you guys are crazy loco and I don't know how Correct. you do it next yeah. level but yeah. but new save and then you're like oh but I forgot this one but you know what I mean. <laughs> I've been doing that with RimWorld <laughs> constantly. Like I'll spend four hours of my playtime 
just sitting there going through mods. Dude, you've got to you've got to call it at some stage. Once you've no, got I, your list of mods, I've do not look it. at more. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Are you sure? So my rule is I've got to keep it under 200, okay? Far at 200. You you go over 200 gets a little chunky, okay? It gets a little chunky you go over 200, okay? <sighs> World generation takes a, a little too long. You got to you got to start <laughs> even at 200 now, like I'm at 194 or something. Even yeah. then, like I have to press start on RimWorld and then I'll go make a coffee or something because like it loads in all the mods. It takes a little while. It takes a little while. I hear You've my gone too far humming, already. Humming. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Trust me, I have not. But I've got this mod mod playlist. Mod, uh, I only just realized there's collections. There's mod collections. So you can go in the library, you go to the yep. workshop, you yep. go browse collections. And dude, someone... Some good-hearted, good-hearted, honest to God, you know, everyday citizen, blue-collar, have-a-go Aussie bloke on a farm yep. has sat there, taken the time to put together a whole list of mods that work, catered around an idea, and they've said, hey, bro, this is my collection. Press one button to get the whole list. Yeah, and my hats off to you, everyday heroes like that, because yeah. I found a forty. Are you into forty k at all? No, I'm like not Warhammer? into forty k. No. Okay, you're the most non-casual. Casual, I, I know, dude. You're like you're the tech guy for our podcast, but, hey. but sometimes your your answers just befuddle me. Like I've played 40k. I've, ne I've never played 40k. No, no, it's never been something that I've played. Come on, I reckon oh, there's dude. many. Like it's, I know it's popular, but it's not like crazy, crazy popular, right? Right? Yeah. Oh, it's pretty, pretty popular, but it's like. Ah, whatever, whatever. Anyway, there's a 40K mod collection that I've just downloaded. I've thrown in a couple extras yeah. of my own accord in there. But it, it's cool, dude. There's like orcs and mm. there's a lot of other factions and there's like that gritty, uh, like, uh, what is it, grim sort of tone for for, for 40K. It's, uh, yeah. it's cool. I, I'm about, I don't know. 30 minutes into playing it. Nice. <laughs> it's taken me four days to download them all and, and, and get the list that I want. But collections, you guys are heroes. Hats off to yous. For sure. And what about uh, what you're watching or do you have any recommendations? What am I watching? What am I watching? I, oh, dude, I started I, – I, so yesterday mm. <laughs> I, was, I was saying I don't want to jump into this seat, this uh, – <laughs> This season's <laughs> podcast uh, episodes yeah, because yeah. There's a, they've only released about three or four, yeah. right? But I was sitting here having lunch today and I was like, man, I'm so bored. So I just jumped in there anyway. I started one and it is so good, so what is good. It? Like what is I it? think it has some serious like potential yeah. to be great. I'm annoyed that there's only three episodes out. It's called Zom 100. Bucket list. Oh, I saw that. Okay, I'm watching that on the plane yeah. for sure. That is, uh, yeah. it's got three episodes at the moment, and it yeah. is it's quality. The animation, beautiful, yeah. but just uh, I don't know. It's cool, dude. It is right. really, really cool. So yeah. that's my recommendation for this season nice. thus far because I've only just dabbled in it. Nice. What about yourself? Anything so, new since yesterday? Uh, well, here's the thing: not playing anything because I'm just not having the time at the moment, but. This is the anime that I watched that I want to talk about in this episode. Have you watched the Mashal, the Harry Potter wizard anime thing? Did you ever give that a go, Mashal? 
don't know. know that's how you pronounce it. So it's called Mashal. Uh, I, I know I'm not pronouncing that right, but Mashal Magic and Muscles. Essentially, dude. Oh, yes. I watched the first episode. Okay. What What was your opinion of the first episode? Oh, like. You don't sound impressed. So, <laughs> it's, it's all right. Yeah. It's, it's hard to get invested in a main character yeah. that is so stupid. Okay. So here, here, this is the thing. Maybe, maybe when I was watching it, I just, because I, I went from this to Psycho uh, Pass and I was like, oh, this is great. Maybe I wasn't in the mood for more of a comedic anime. But I, I genuinely gave uh, Mashal a, a go for like four episodes, and it's just a ripoff of One Punch Man. It, it literally yeah, is One Punch Man and the concept, and I'm going to bring it up, of Black Clover, dude that doesn't have magic that needs to get by with his muscles, right? Um, against other people that, that I would have cast magic. There's a like every other anime, but there's a dude with a sister complex. And it, I think it just... I got a few laughs. Don't get me wrong. And again, maybe I wasn't in the mood, but I, it just wasn't doing it for me. And this is the the thing, and it's kind of a criticism that I have for like Crunchyroll in general. Everything is rated higher than four point five stars. It's hard to tell what's actually good and what's actually yeah. bad. So, nah, it's not, bro. It's not. I, what the the good the good ones are five. That's it. No one. Nothing the is five. Ones are Nothing's five. an exact five. No. Bro, Zom 100 is five. Okay, all right. I, I'll take your word for it. But I, I swear <laughs> Mashal was Trust, like- there, there is five, man. Yeah, there is five. But Mashal was rated really high, and I'm sure it has its audience. But to me, yeah, I, I thought One Punch Man did it better. Um, and I wasn't vibing with, well, the, with the, the, the theme anyway, so- that's that's the thing with novelties and like the the, the shows that kind of center around a yeah. novelty. Yeah, is that like once the novelty's been done, it's been done. Correct. And One Punch yeah. Man is One Punch Man, and every anime yep. that's like One Punch Man is going to be called like One Punch Man. Yeah. One Punch Man was great though. They set the bar so really good. high. So that good. was so funny. Do you remember the yeah. scene? And I will like I actually fell on the floor, like laughing, dude. Yeah. Is when when those gangsters are at the front of his house and yeah. he goes out to bash him, and then there's there's that one gangster left and he's the mole dude and he dig digs underground to run away and he's digging and you see it from first person he's like digging 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 and out of nowhere Saitama's face is there like in the tunnel underground somehow like it was so so good so good bro. I freaking love that anime, and ma- and maybe it is that maybe because I we like I love One Punch Man so much, and I can't keep stop like I can't stop comparing mm. Mashal to One Punch Man. Maybe that's why it's just not hitting those lofty yep. standards. But yeah, I watched it. Like it's not for me. I might give it another go much much yeah. later. But I'm I'm into more kind of like serious thriller style anime at the moment. Right. Anyway. Yeah, what, like you you started dabbling in like sh- Samurai Champloo. Yeah, dabbling in Full Metal Alchemist, like those yep. serious animes, yeah. like they they hit different. <laughs> they do, they do. I just, yeah. I just want to, I want to feel, I want to think something. And and to be yeah. fair, uh, like that's what Attack on Titan does too. It's it's pretty good oh, to a degree. Before it gets weird and everyone's a Titan. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a good recommendation. Go on. And you know everything I just said then is like, it's true, dude. It's true. Yeah. Um, 
I'll give you a good recommendation next episode. I don't want to ruin. All right. Well, so, we're already hitting up 32 content. minutes. Yeah, we're already at 32 minutes. We said this is going to be 30 minutes, but we are moving on to, to viewer questions. Mm-hmm. Managed mm-hmm. to go back through the archives and get a bunch of questions that we didn't answer in previous episodes. So remember, even if we don't answer them in one, we could use them for mm-hmm. times like this. So first question, Rob, we've got from... Oh man, some of your usernames, I love you all, but Treg Wignard5886, everyone has a number, this one too. Hey Rob, off my question, but your favorite fighter, you're my favorite fighter, but what are your thoughts about Outer Worlds if you've played it? I actually haven't played Outer Worlds. I, um, that's I thought, the I Obsidian did, game, Yeah, right? I thought you did play it. I, yeah, okay. No, my son downloaded it and started playing mm. it before I realized what it was. Yeah. <laughs> and then he had to quickly be like, bro, you can't play this game. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I, I've thought about jumping into it a few times, yeah. but I really, I really like games like that where yeah. I can make decisions and stuff if I have my own space, my base and stuff like that. Mm. And um uh, yeah, I like I like base building alongside those types of games. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a very interesting shift with regards to people's perceptions of Outer Worlds. Like initially at launch, it was received and reviewed pretty well, and I saw a lot of great comments about the the writing and the storytelling and stuff. But I'm seeing a lot of negativity about Outer Worlds at the moment because it was people think that it was underwhelming and it was a very very short thing and it was pitched as this Fallout New Vegas killer. And it never hit those lofty expectations. And I've seen mm-hmm. very similar opinions to like Bioshock Infinite as well. So I just found it interesting that people have shift, shifted so hard mm-hmm. on the Outer Worlds. I thought it was a, it well, was a decent experience. I have heard that it's much smaller than you think it is. So, and, and, and so is uh, Obsidian's next game, it seems. Um, what's the oh, one? God. Avowed. Avowed probably is not going to be like Skyrim. It looks like Skyrim, right? In the Pillars, Pillars of Eternity universe. But it's going to be as small as Outer Worlds. Uh, or maybe even mm. a little bigger, but nowhere near Skyrim levels. I don't think we ever realize how many years it takes to build games like that. And Obsidian is a pretty small studio, and they're working on a vowed Outer Worlds two. They they were working on and, like yeah, this other small game as the well. The problem is we we're spoiled now. Yeah, yeah, we're spoiled. It's you know that's the truth of it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm still excited for a, for a vowed, but I think we got to go with our expectations. I, I am too. I am too because it's in the Pillars of Eternity universe. Yeah. And like, you're a huge fan, can, hey, of that series. Yeah. Well, the character building in it, the classes, it, it was like, yeah. it was kind kind of based on like D&D's take, yeah. but with their own spin on all the classes, the levels and stuff like that. It was just, I really enjoyed it. They had a class called a cypher that had like psychokinetic abilities. It was yeah, so nice. cool, dude. So yeah. broken. Looking forward to Super playing fun. that. Uh, next question we've got Josh Shaw six nine eight nine question: How often do you train with other UFC Aussie fighters like Volk, Tyson, Pedro, Jack, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Mm. Rob, do you train with a lot of other Aussie fighters? Not really. We're all spread out and kind of doing our own things. Yeah. Uh, the only guy I have trained with, I don't know, in the last few years, mm. is Jimmy Crute and Jake Matthews. Yep. But. Apart from those guys, not not really, because like I said, we're all spread out, yeah. doing our doing our own things, different camps, different stuff. And Australia is a big freaking country. Yeah, Jack, <laughs> Jack Della like lives in Perth. Like, yeah, which is on the so other like. Away, what's dude. the flight to Perth? Like, I don't know how Five many hours, hours it is. there. Six yeah. hours back, I think. Yeah. yeah. 
right. So next question we've got. Inside Void 2164. Johnny and Rob, as someone who hasn't played a single Final Fantasy game but wants to dive into it this year, and this is an older question, mind you, but which games out of the entire series would you urge me to play to experience the best of the best in the franchise? Mm. Rob, don't say Final Fantasy Tactics. Give another answer. <laughs> oh, bro. Well, the, I guess I'm, I'm pulling the rug out under you. Mm. That, your phrase no, was correct it, before. <laughs> it depends. It depends what sort of games he's coming from. Does he want yeah. to play like a traditional Final Fantasy game, or does he? Mm. Did, did, if he's coming from a game like that, he wants more hack and slash, like the latest one, sixteen. Yeah, that's because great. sixteen is not like the traditional formula. So it's like yeah. it's actually a great entry point for, for people coming from that background. Super hack and slash. But if you want like a traditional yeah. Final Fantasy, you got to go before twelve. Like, mm. dude. Uh, my favorite is eight, but like you'll probably like 10 better, I reckon. Mm. Eight's kind of weird. <laughs> I love eight, <laughs> but it's it's a little weird. Like the story's hard to grip, yeah. but it's so good. So good. Fair. Mm. Uh, next question we've got Hugh Jassel. What's your favorite or most memorable video game soundtrack slash song? Oh, dude. The the Minecraft, you know, when you're mining heaps, oh. there's that one tune that comes on when it's like it's super so late, good. super soothing. I don't know when it'll pop on, but that's the only song that, like, you forget it exists until you're mining and it's two a.m. in real life, yeah. and and then it comes on. And you're like, hey, I know the exact one you're talking about, right. by the way, right? It's like I think everyone does, dude. I think it's the song. Duh. Duh, duh, duh. and it's just like ah, oh, I'm in heaven and do yeah. you know what the beauty yeah. about that sound like, and what Minecraft does with the soundtrack sometimes you'll go and there's no music and you're just mining you're doing your thing and then it hits you and you're just like oh, exactly. I love this game you're, you're never so expecting much. it it's great yeah. Such such a great artist. I think the artist C418 or something like that, huge shout out, doesn't do the music anymore. But yeah, Minecraft is great. And I'll always give this answer, Fallout has the best music ever it gave me an appreciation of music from the 1940s and 50s yep. like it's actually phenomenal yep 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 yep, yep, yep. Uh, I, last I question agree. we've got from zach n13 question for bobby you say you are a big fan fan of remakes and remasters what are your thoughts on the remake of final fantasy tactics the one that's continuously rumored how do you feel what do you? Oh, so it's not actually out yet. Because I was going to say, if I if I have missed that remake, <laughs> I'm going to be gutted. It's probably okay? like I, I will say, Rob. It's probably happening. I've seen on enough teasers from the devs and rumors that it's probably going to happen yeah. at some stage. I think so too, because they actually recently re-released Tactics Ogre, mm. and I was very tempted to purchase that just because of how similar it is to Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, but seeing them do that. In the, in the franchise and in the history of the games, Tactics is next. And I, yeah. I can feel it coming. I can feel it. <laughs> Hopefully, they uh, they implement like the Steam servers yep. and because Final Fantasy Tactics was multiplayer. Hmm. So hmm. it's uh, hopefully they do that and I can play with a couple of my friends, my brother. They would have we, to, um, right? They would have if it's a true remake. used to play it a lot. Yeah. That's going to be good. And you know what? Fun. If it does happen, Rob, I'll play it. I'll play it so I can say I played it. Unless yes, you play it and you're like, nah, this this isn't like true to the original or whatever. If you tell me that, I won't play it. I'll play it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. That is the last viewer question for episode 17. Look, we, Episode 17. We, almost 40 minutes, uh, I think, by the time this wraps up. So that's not bad. We didn't run too long. Yeah, we did well. We did well because we're, we're doing, like we said, we are doing 
two tonight, yeah. two. Though I'm going to do a, a costume change, so you guys won't even know. Are you literally going to change know. shirts for the next one? Um, uh, probably not. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get up and have to go get one. I'll go do it too. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you but, everyone um, for watching yeah. it's, it's been awesome we're literally about to record the next podcast this next podcast you will see in two weeks time from the moment this uh, launches mm-hmm. so we'll be talking about again Aljamain Sterling Sean O'Malley UFC 292 it's 292 one two yeah 291 is this weekend at the time of the recording, it's this weekend. It's so confusing. <laughs> so no, we're going to hop into that Trying next. to pre-record things is tricky, but thank you very much, everybody. Peace.